Yeah. Is this because of the combat going on on the internet right now? Uh, mainly, yes. Social media? Because, like, I woke up this morning and it was like RIP Twitter. It was like hashtags. That's so dramatic. Well, but guess what it is in 2022. It's very uh, binary. You live, you die. Mm -hmm. You live, you die. You're with us or against us. <sighs> Gee, you love, you hate. Yeah. Can I be in between? No, you can't. Yeah. You tweet or die. Mm -hmm. You uh, you go to Mastodon or you die. <sighs> On Twitter with everybody else. And, uh -huh. Well, even Elon himself, he gave the sent sent out the 2022 ultimatum to the staff over there. And he said, he said, you're with me or get the hell out of here. Yeah. And he said, you're going to work harder than you ever worked before in your life. Report to Twitter HQ in three hours. And those engineers, they were like, no, we're good. We're good. Yeah. We'll take the three month uh, package. Mm -hmm. We're good. And he's like, hey, hey, man. Yeah, yeah, come back. Don't do that. Hey, man, easy. Just trying to trying to get you guys fired up. <laughs> <laughs> then they were changing the sign on the outside of the building. People loved that when they, you know, they had it scrolling across. Oh, e yeah, Elon's yeah. an idiot or whatever. They, the people, the people, they love that. The, the, Elon's an idiot. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? Launching to bankruptcy. They just, it was like a, and look, they take photos and you're in San Francisco and, it's really just a projection on the building, but people, they love it. They love the projection on the building. They take the photos. And everybody wants to see everything destroyed. They want to see it crumble. Okay. They, uh, what is it about us? Well, you know. I, I, earlier this morning, I was reading about chimpanzees, mm. and uh, I don't know how this got served up to me, but it was on this uh, face transplant that this woman had to have because the pet chimpanzee decided, don't look it up, don't look it up. Okay. Yeah. Don't look it up. No, I heard about that story. The pet chimpanzee decided... It was the friend's chimpanzee. I'm not... Ha I'm not having it today yeah and you know today's the day what they do will is they go for any protrusion on the body anything uh sticking out they can grab hold of yeah or sink especially their the groin canines into well that's intense oh, they'll disfigure you there's not a lot of species that'll do that. Most of the predators, they want to be done with you. They want to consume yeah, you. Others, they just go for the neck. others want to embarrass you, yeah. incapacitate you, be cruel to you, possibly even torture you. And that's uh, an exclusive group we belong to. Will, I hope you're enjoying your time here. Oh, God. I want to go to space or something. Not here. You think it's going to be any different over there? Oh, yeah. There's no. chimpanzees over That's there. That's right. They're waiting for you. Oh, no. 
They're waiting for you. And they, Space suits. And they don't like the cut of your jib, sir. Oh, God. So. It's like I brought bananas. <laughs> no, yeah, okay. They're like, we've seen that trick before. Yeah. I think we're falling no. for that. Planet of the Apes. You think we're falling for that? Yeah. Notice how you're going to another planet. What are you, recreating uh, some kind of film here? What's going mm. on? Man, it was, uh... You know... It's, uh, it's tough. It's tough out there. Yeah. Uh, and he keeps going... Oh, you all think this baby's burning down from the inside out because of the projection on the building or the hashtag or uh, whoever's venting on Twitter? Former employees or being locked out of the building and all this. And then he goes, record numbers. Mm. He goes, you keep chatting, record numbers. Yeah. Engagement, engagement. Thank you for this song today, Will. I appreciate it. Engagement! Can't you picture it? Like everything's burning down around. Engage! The humans yeah. are engaged! There's always the opposite. The humans are engaged. It's all we want. It's all we care about. Are they angry? Are they happy? Are they sad? They are engaged! Fridays, eh? <laughs> it's like in the in the Colosseum in the Gladiator. Are you not entertained? Yeah. But it's the social media equivalent. Are you not engaged? <laughs> You're Russell Crowe. That's right, I'm Russell Crowe. The <laughs> social media equivalent, and maybe it's no surprise that Elon himself in his profile picture is wearing some sort of Roman attire. Is he not? No, that's the Iron Man. Oh, okay. No? no, I don't think it's Iron Man. He's looking like a knight or something. It's from that no, Halloween maybe party. You're right. yeah, 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 I think he's looking armored up. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's okay. what I'm talking. You that's see, he's Iron doing the thing that I said. <laughs> Record engagement. It's been right there. Record engagement. The humans are engaged. Ah. <sighs> And then you take a step back and you realize the size of the universe. And uh, you think about Albert Einstein and you realize how ridiculous it all is, don't uh -huh. you? Yeah. Don't you? Perspective. Don't you? Mm. You're just floating around. And then my kid asks me, how big is the sun actually? And I'm <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> what? I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. You're not on Twitter. Yeah. You're not on Twitter, are you? Uh -huh. Anyway, some uh, some people came back, and I guess uh, there's some uh, celebration that's taking place. Some people came back that were previously banned. I don't. It's definitely not everybody, including Trump. Trump, Elon said, we're still thinking about Trump. I guess they have to have a phone call or something. I don't know how that works. Still thinking about it. Mm. I don't know who you have to talk to. You're the supreme leader of Twitter now. I feel like you could pull it off if you really wanted. Uh, but you do have uh, Kathy Griffin is back. Uh, Jordan Peterson is back. They were they were banned for different reasons. Kathy Griffin most it was happened like recently over yeah, the imposter impersonating in, Trump. There you go. Imperse no, I thought she was in, okay. Whatever. Her her name was Elon Musk, and she was verified in, in, impersonating Musk, not Trump. You said Trump. Did I say Trump? You've now. I know. Okay. I see where you. I apologize. I see yeah. what's going Trump on. Trump is in my mind right now because no, I, I really want to know. 
like uh, if he's gonna be and reinstated. I really wanna know. Oh baby, hey baby, and I really wanna say I can't get by. But there's others. Not just Trump. I ain't got no crystal ball. Yeah. But I got a million dollars and I, I would spend it all if I could get that and that satchel that she found. Pop a cap in and up down. Um, I thought you were going to throw up right what, there. Uh, I'm trying to remember who sang that song, Will. Uh, you, you see, it's because it's your fault. You said, I really want to know, which is obviously a key lyric in that. Uh, the song is called Santeria. The, the song is called Santeria, and the, the group is called Sublime. Okay. All right, so you best... You best know that now, all right? Whether you like yeah. it or not. <laughs> so you can, you can say goodbye to all of our engagement. No. It's gone. Boy. You know where, you know where it yeah, went? It went over to Twitter. As soon as I started singing, the, our engagement went to Twitter. Uh-huh. Yeah. We got one viewer. Elon Musk reinstated controversial Twitter users Kathy Griffin, Jordan Peterson, and the Babylon Bee, as he explained, a new content policy reversing Twitter's prior stance of removing harmful content as questions swirl over who will actually staff the company. There's nobody left. They're all locked out. Who's in the building? Who's running this thing? The inmates are running the asylum. The sky is falling. The new Twitter policy is freedom of speech, but not freedom of reach. Musk tweeted Friday afternoon, adding Twitter will demonetize and not promote tweets containing hate speech or otherwise negative content. Negative content blanket. Negative blanket. Musk also announced the reinstatement of previously banned users Kathy Griffin, Jordan Peterson, Babylon B, apparently referring to the liberal comedian Griffin, the far-right commentator and psychologist Peterson, and the correctly spelled conservative satire publication. What? Okay, that's Forbes' words, by the way. I don't... Um, Trump decision has not yet been made, was also part of the tweet. I think he's kind of... He's trying to deliver on changes rapidly... Uh, because people's expectations of, of change mm. and him being involved and, oh, what did Elon actually do? And these are like kind of landmark things that people are looking for. Bring back that guy. Bring back that guy. And he's supposed to be the call in for helpline. And people are slamming him with these requests to do these mm -hmm. things. And this, he, you know, he brings some people back mm -hmm. that were previously bent. Let me tell you something. It doesn't really change all that much other than the fact that now it's a new party that gets to determine what is considered to be negative. Do you understand what I mean? Like, I, and yeah. I guess you can draft up a policy and get very specific about it. Um, and I guess maybe you ban less frequently, but it is a type of ban, as people would call it a shadow ban. You don't know you're banned. You're saying something unsavory, and it's not really reaching anyone. Mm -hmm. Is that better? 
maybe. Maybe it's a little bit less alienating. You keep shouting into the distance as if you were somebody standing on a street corner, except everyone walks past you and nobody listens. Freedom of speech, not freedom of reach. I don't know, Will, how you implement these things, but it's still extremely squirrely. It's Mm -hmm. still incredibly muddy as to how these calls are made and what set of words and combination of letters equates to hate or negative and then who is the judge and jury of such things that still exists it's just going to exist i guess now in a shadow fashion without the freedom of reach but with the freedom of speech i don't know which one's better Mm -hmm. because now you have all this guesswork of people wondering you know how many people are going to be making claims like oh the only reason my words are not getting out there is because i can't reach anyone because i'm the one telling the truth mm-hmm. like just exactly like the shadow ban conversation so maybe you make everything open you let people examine these uh these reasons i don't know how we're going to be able to look into tweets to see whether or not it's being widely distributed or uh less so because of certain language uh, it's all it's all very interesting. I'll read th- this is the full tweet. New Twitter policy is freedom of speech, not freedom of reach. Negative slash hate tweets will be max de-boosted and demonetized, so no ads or other revenue to Twitter. You won't find the tweet unless you specifically seek it out, which is no different from the rest of the internet. Which he's kind of right there because that's sort of what Google does mm-hmm. quietly. You uh, you know the type of search results that surface. The public publications that are perceived as reliable have a good ranking, deliver uh, engagement. Yeah. But anyway, no, and then and then stuff that's more fringe, I guess, is more buried. It's just uh, I don't know how. In the past, companies haven't been all that transparent about that. And mm-hmm. and if you're out here telling people that that's how things are working, you may have people on the other end working extra hard to have their stuff seen knowing that they're now they they, they've been told publicly that they're being de-boosted for their ideas you see what i'm saying here Mm -hmm. as opposed to them having to guess maybe i am maybe i'm not right and it seems like here this is like for each individual tweet each individual tweet. so so it's very hard you want your tweet to go far and wide you 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 better bless it with some elon dust you better satisfy Mr. Mr. Musk, you better put a little Elon's, you better put some of Elon's Musk on there. And then all of a sudden you got 188,000 likes and 34,000 retweets in three hours. Right? What about him himself? Can he get de-boosted maximum? Imagine his own tweet. He's like, damn, caught in the net. Maybe. It's still the same muddy mess that social media and communication will always be and speech will always be. And it's just the nature of it. Sensitivities and uh, history and and really just the, um, uh, well, the downsides of, obviously there's plenty of upsides with language and there's some downsides as well. Sometimes things get missed and it's not interpreted correctly or, or it can be intentionally hurtful. And we always have the conversation around doxing. And mm. many people seem to agree there are, there are some parameters around how to effectively communicate in most cases. And when they say freedom of speech, um, there's a lot of other people that were banned. 
are they going to be reinstated? Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. These are some high-profile users. What about the people who are low, lower-profile users, and they're sitting there waiting because yeah. they're not going to make any news article when they come back. So we'll have to wait and see how that uh, plays out. Case but, by case. Okay, it's going to be a case-by-case case basis as long as, it's, as long as there's maximum engagement. Yeah. On the content. Mm-hmm. Maximum content engagement. Yeah. Just like this show right here. Google Maps got a big update that shows where fast charging EV stations are and more. Oh, Google Maps is, in my opinion, the most underrated app on your phone. Mm-hmm. I am a big Maps guy. Sometimes I told you this before. I'll just open up some maps and spec out different trips and mm. consider different detours and map things out inside of Maps. Mm-hmm. It's one of those ones that gets no love. Everyone just, yeah, of course I have maps, but you try to not have maps in there. There's a lot of other apps you would give up before maps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always passive and very effective. Maybe that's maybe that's an indication of how good it is. You don't even think about it much. Yeah. You just take it, wow, sick maps. And now they're going to make them even more comprehensive by putting the fast charging EV stuff in there, which obviously applies to you now, uh, Mr. Tesla, Mr. Elon over there. Next week, an augmented reality feature called Search with Live View will be available in six cities on Google Maps. Mm, A little augmented experience as if you've already traveled there where you're about to travel to. Get a little sense for it. Get a little taste for it. Busy guy will catch in a phone call right now. Mm. Google also added accessibility information to to Maps globally. Uh, Now, when they're talking about a fast charger, uh, here we have an image of an EQS, or no, EQC 400 formatic charging. An updated version of Google Maps for Android and iPhone is rolling out with several new features. The option to search for electric vehicle stations with fast chargers and the augmented uh, uh, reality feature. Uh, If you search for a charging station in Google Maps, for example, a new option appears that allows you to filter out to only show fast charge stations that are compatible with the plug that your car uses. Hmm. Lovely. It's unfortunate that it's not completely universal. Maybe one day, for the time being, you are going to need to make sure that it is the one you're looking for. You can see it's popped open here with some charge point stations, charge Fox station, NMRA charging station, and an EV charging station. And each one is going to showcase that distinction of fast charge capability, which may be important to you depending on the type of road trip you're about to embark on. Fast charging will include stations with chargers 50 kilowatts or higher. The update is available in countries where EV charging stations are available, according to Google. Now, this AR feature looks pretty cool. Check this out. So uh, we're seeing pinpointed. Wow, this is so when you never mind, you're not looking at this in advance. This is live when you're there. You hold up your phone because you can't find the Starbucks in this scenario, and it actually pins it yeah on your screen to the direction you should be walking in this is for when you get very close to your destination and you just can't see the mm-hmm. sign i've used it a couple of times it's uh quite useful mm-hmm. yeah i yeah. like it i like useful that's pretty cool when you hold up your phone for example and tap the camera icon in maps you'll see nearby landmarks parks hotels restaurants bars banks and atms you'll also see info such as how busy the location is is whether it's open what the price range is, and how it's rated by Google Maps users. Well, Google Maps is the original social media. Well, mm. go out there and you, uh, you socialize. Original, uh, I don't know, uh, review app, original dating app, original maps. What can you do without maps? Nothing. Nothing, no. Get nowhere. Sit in your room. 
I guess you could explore without it. Uh, That'd be kind of cool. Might be interesting yeah. too. Yeah, just look around. Mm-hmm. Toyota shows second EV prototype, touting itself as a leader in electrification with beyond zero EV sales. Ooh, shots fired. Uh-huh. Shots fired. Well, listen, Toyota been a little slow to uh, get involved here, um, but we've seen Toyota do great things in the past so i don't know that i'd write them off just yet even though they're a little bit late to the party and i know they did have to recall some of these bz compact vehicles a bunch of issues going on it's unfortunate in in the meantime but i feel like toyota can figure it out they're kind of a big deal no well oh yeah they're just a little late. At the LA Auto Show, Toyota revealed its BZ Compact SUV concept, the second fully electric vehicle from the BZ, which stands for Beyond Zero lineup. Despite Toyota claiming Beyond Zero, the automaker has little to show in terms of zero emission EV sales. After hyping the debut of his fifth generation hybrid Prius, Toyota is giving us a look at what could be its next pure electric model. Although Toyota has been a leader in, the hy- in hybrid technology for over 20 years, you remember when the Prius was all over the place, hmm. the automaker recalled all ev models sold over concerns that the wheel can detach fully from the vehicle oh no engagement yeah well that's a tough one because that really doesn't have to do with their ev tech that's just a manufacturing problem (laughs) i can have it on a combustion uh vehicle as well oh man imagine you're driving all of a sudden your wheel just falls off it's just, and it's also they invested so much money and people were so excited to get the and first electric Toyota and then they turn around and go, yo, that wheel might fall off. The steering wheel there? Yeah. They're talking about the steering wheel, right? I'm I'm thinking it's the steering wheel. Yeah, let me see what it says. Uh, wheel can detach from vehicle. Yeah, they oh. don't, they don't, do they mean the wheel, like one of the four uh, tires? Wheels? No. Either way is very dangerous. Whatever, it's bad either way. Yeah. Actually, what do you think is worse? I think your steering wheel detaching might be worse. I think it's the worst because you're controlling <laughs> the vehicle itself. I don't know, actually. But but you might be able to slam it back on there. if And then the amount of damage, if you lose an actual wheel from the vehicle, one of the four that yeah. you're sitting on, then Brake, you're scraping and yeah. smashing. Braking might not even help. If you're well, well, oh, you're, you're, wheel, you're, you're, you just break, I guess. You're breaking either way, right? If yeah. you have three out of four tires yeah. on the road. But anyway. Uh, yeah, so I hope they can figure it out, turn it around, because the stuff they're doing looks cool. I talked about the Lexus one, which is based on this as well in the past. Um, it's cool shapes. I think this one has a yoke as well, <laughs> which uh, I have a little yoke experience, very futuristic type of experience oh look at the curved display in there uh this is a super minimalist interior yeah no kidding that's heavy on the science fiction table heavy dose uh i i just you know i i kind of root for them i've uh, had some toyota product in the past and it used to be the epitome of uh, quality control and jd power associates and so forth like as far as reliability and uh, initial quality, it's tough out here though. It's very competitive in the EV space and many have a head start and have already figured things out. Yeah. By the way, how's the quality control on your Model 3? You pick up any little weirdness yet? Uh, no. So I, I've been Zero? watching a lot of videos. Zero? And um, on delivery day, it was actually very solid. 
You, I had a whole checklist and everything. Yeah, well, I know. Shout out test I, I was looking at it for like 30 seconds. I saw those panel gaps. So <laughs> I think you don't know what you're looking for. Okay, well. just, uh, <laughs> just blind. Having, having panel gap nightmares. Yeah. Just like. Um, I would say it's uh, very good. That's great. That's great news. Surprisingly. It's good to hear. Congrats. Ticketmaster is expected 1.5 million verified Taylor Swift fans on the site, but 14 million people were trying to get tickets. What? Have you, did you hear about I heard about this. Yeah. Are they nuts? They only expected 1.5 million uh-huh. uh, tickets for the tour? Yeah. Hmm. So I guess they, yeah, well, they obviously missed the mark on that one. Live Nation, Nation chairman says we could have filled 900 stadiums. So they're, you know, that's kind of a cool thing to do. They're bigging up uh, Taylor Swift. They're like, man, she's just got so many fans. We can't handle it. Mm-hmm. Apparently she, she's upset too. I'm sure she's upset, obviously. You know, your fans are trying to get your tickets and now will they still buy them mm-hmm. because they had such a headache? I mean, I assume they will. She's got some serious fans. Ticketmaster was only supposed to be open to 1.5 million verified Taylor Swift fans for pre-sale. Live Nation's chairman said 14 million people tried to get tickets and could have filled 900 stadiums. Greg Maffey said the company is sympathetic to fans for long wait times and website issues. That's the thing. They left it open. They're all stressing out. They need their Taylor Swift tickets. Um, This is the Eras Tour. This was on Tuesday. Uh, Despite all the challenges and the breakdowns, we did sell over 2 million tickets that day. (laughs) He's like, hey, we're pretty good. We sold 2 million. Who else sold 2 million tickets that day? They're like, you're ticket master. You're the only option. You better figure it out if you're going to buy up all your competitors and whatever else they've done. Ticketmaster says his verified fan program is intended to create a safe and reliable ticket buying experience for fans of different artists and teams and to level the playing field so that more tickets go to fans who intend to go to the show and not to ticket bots. That's for the resellers. Mm-hmm. People register to be a verified fan, and if they are selected, they receive an access code the night before pre-sale opens. Are they getting too crafty with this, Will? Did they overstep on that? Is Taylor Swift sitting there like, hey, what is this uh, verified fan situation? Yeah. Are they paying like an extra 10 bucks, 20 bucks? To be a ver- a, fair- a verified fan, like what? Yeah, they're always getting crafty with this stuff. More emails uh, for Ticketmaster. Yeah, so I guess yeah, people were talking on Twitter about how Ticketmaster is a monopoly. There's no no competition. You got to take what you get from them because there's no one else in a position. And Live Nation owns all these venues, and people just wanted to dive into it. I think I even saw Marquez saying that uh, Taylor Swift should just open her own ticket master competitor but i feel like that's been tried in the past and it's just so daunting because of the venues there's only so many venues mm-hmm. that are would make sense for somebody like her and how much money do you want her to invest in this like it's really outside the scope of an individual artist i mean you'd have to probably get a bunch together with very deep pockets in order to figure that out mm. Or start small with only a couple venues and then just do multiple nights and people have to travel. I don't know, Will. Yeah. But if it's a central place and then people know where to get the tickets, wouldn't it be easier? But it would be be like a big onus on Ticketmaster, right? Well, I think the, the idea is that in any environment where you have one player that controls almost anything, yeah, you have no ability to rectify problems like you have mm-hmm. no alternative without competition you have no yeah. 
like uh, uh, ability to take your business elsewhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to say to say screw you, Ticketmaster. I'm I'm going to get my tickets from this place instead. Right, right. And or to say, hey, you guys suck. Your new tech or your new verified fan program to make more money. I'm, I I don't want to take part in it. I'm not going to pay this premium. Or I don't even know how it's being implemented, but whatever it is, it was a hassle for people. Mm. And traditionally in the marketplace, when it gets to the point that there's truly no competitors, things just tend to go downhill in general because there's no uh, competition, right? There's no pressure Mm -hmm. or less pressure to improve. I mean, in the case of Ticketmaster, it's a bit different because the artists will always be supplying sufficient pressure and they have extremely loud microphones. So Ticketmaster can't just be freewheeling over there and increasing their fees forever although i presume they do do that Mm -hmm. as much as they can since they're a monopoly really well yeah and i don't know if if they are technically to that extent at this moment but it is they are extremely powerful Mm -hmm. tsa found a double-edged knife hidden in a gaming laptop well yeah goodness gracious Surprisingly, not a razor blade or an MSI sword. Thank you for the uh, humor that only gamers can understand, Tom's Hardware. Mm -hmm. For gamers, by gamers, with gamers involved. Look how covert that is. Yeah. Well, but of course you're going to see it on the x-ray. In the x-ray, yeah. Yeah. A a giant knife over there. (laughs) I don't know why. uh, What do you need the knife for? You're obviously not going to really access it immediately you just need the knife when you get there or are you just trying to get it through tsa yeah and it's not like an expensive knife or something no it doesn't even look like a cool knife it it, uh, it looks like a very thin it looks like you're trying to hide the knife i don't it's like uh well, well listen how can we really speculate maybe this person had, did have some terrible ideas the transportation security administration stopped a man in virginia's richmond international airport late last week after discovering a double-edged knife hidden inside his gaming laptop according to tsa the man hailing from williamsburg virginia was going through security on november 11th when an officer security checkpoint noticed a knife was in the man's carry-on bag via an x-ray machine however when the bag was searched and the contents were separated no knife was found when each item was re-screened individually individually the knife appeared inside the laptop so they had to obviously disassemble it, which is pretty wild. Uh, you picture the TSA agents uh, di- disassembling a mm-hmm. a laptop. I don't know how frequently that happens, yeah. but I it's guess like we need Dave Two D. They have to go to iFixit and order up oh, the, yeah. or get Linus's uh, screwdriver yeah. set over there. Actually, they say the, they say uh, a small Phillips head screwdriver and something to pry the lid off. Oh, okay. They have all the stuff they need. Will sure. don't underestimate over here. Right. Uh, this was a superb job on part of the officers to first identify the threat and then to work in partnership with the Capital Region Airport Commission Police to obtain tools that were necessary to disassemble the laptop to reveal the knife. This guy really wants to get the knife on the flight. I, I find this uh, these type. This is quite odd. Uh, stiff federal civil penalty, obviously, can't be doing this, could lead to a fine ranging from $390 to $2250. Yeah, and in this case, it was, it was uh, like, obviously premeditated. It's not like, oh, hey, I forgot the thing in the bag. Like, that's happened to me. Yeah. Oh, I forgot that was in there. This is, you, ins- you installed it into your laptop in this case. Or someone did. 
Easy. You're going Conspiracy? even. You're going even deeper. Yeah, maybe he bought it off of uh, Kijiji or something. You're going or deeper. eBay. You're going deeper. Yeah. And you're looking. And it was pre-installed. Yeah. You're looking for more engagement. As an upgrade. You're looking for more engagement. <laughs> As an upgrade. That's right. Yeah. You're right. That could have happened too. Well, a lot of things could have happened. Who knows? His wife could have tried to sabotage him. She's like yeah. this stupid gaming laptop. I'm going to put a knife in it. So when you He's go on your games. business trip, you're going to be detained. Yeah, you never know, Will. A lot yeah. of people out there. Too bad there's no uh, more information about the motive or the person. No. Uh, how are you going to find this stuff out? Yeah. Just more questions. Last one. McDonald's created a grease-proof gaming chair. Oh, God. Huh? What oh, do you think about that? Oh, my God. <laughs> Disgusting. The chair comes equipped with a French fry holster, dedicated dip holders, a burger heat zone, and grease-proof leather. Okay, grease-proof. Maybe it doesn't saturate it, but it's still sitting there on the surface. Uh-huh. All greased up. If, 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 what are you going to do, sit in it naked? Because otherwise the grease is just going to go from the chair to your clothing. Uh-huh. It was only a matter of time. Really, for years, gamers have hurled expletives, shed tears of rage, and cursed their cruel gods for each and every French fried potato chip and other salted finger food, tragically lost to the dark depths of a bedroom or living room amid bouts of extreme gaming enlightenment. Here we have the McCrispy Ultimate Gaming Chair. The chair includes a hot box to keep you warm while gaming. Oh, look, the French fry holder looks kind of useful. <laughs> Oh, man. For a large fry. Look at that rag to clean yourself on the bottom. That towel with the pattern <laughs> to r- wipe yourself down after the fact. It's got the Mc- McDonald's colors in there. It looks like your typical kind of gaming chair. Uh-huh. The little McDonald's branded headrest. I don't know. You might be able to pull this off, Will, on this show right here. Okay, here's what it's got in it. Fries holder, drink holder, two dip holders, hot box to keep the McCrispy warm while gaming, built-in napkin holder for two reusable napkins with McCrispy branding, a stain-proof leather treatment, enjoy your McCrispy in peace, and modular armrests to allow users to swap their McCrispy to different sides because you might be left-handed or right-handed. So sure. this, is, this is a real, well, it's not real in the sense that you can buy it, but they did make it, and you can win one. By the looks of it, win the ultimate game. Yeah, well, there you go. They got the little promo going on. And they got a few reactions from it. There's the box to keep things hot. Have you had this McCrispy yet, Will? I did a couple times. Yeah. And it's better than a McChicken, is it not? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That's okay. It's okay. Well, I don't know about this grease-proof design. I feel like I got to put it to the test before I would be able to uh, agree with these claims. However, I mean, it's 2022, and mm-hmm. uh, whatever it takes for engagement, Will, including greaseproof chairs and kicking people off of Twitter and bringing them right back, mm. firing everyone, hiring everyone, traveling to Mars if you're really due. Uh, what a time to be alive. Thank you very much to everybody who spent their time with us, engaging with us today. Yeah, thank you. We will see you once again sometime soon on the next episode of Maximum Engagement. Mm. Grease proof. Nothing's really grease proof. Are you kidding me?